0: Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AMLAW 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself questioning, why work so hard to barely be squeezing life in? So that I wouldn't become yet another attorney burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my terms from the inside out, which is what enabled me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating my way through the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness, and I'm on a mission to help you do exactly that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Life in Law Podcast. This is your host, Heather Mulder. And today's topic is very timely for everybody, I think, because we are headed into the holidays. And the holidays bring forth, sadly, a lot of stress for many of us, right? Right. And I find that the vast majority of stress is often stress that relates to family gatherings, to us trying to create the perfect holidays and it never living up to that because, of course, human beings are involved. And, you know, we just make sometimes I think almost too much out of these things. And we often gather with people that we do love and don't see as often, but They're also people that, although we love them, they're often very different from us, right, politically and otherwise. And so sometimes we dread those family gatherings at the same time, even though we're happy to see them. We worry about what's it going to mean and is this conversation going to come up and how am I going to deal with it, And right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And it comes from a very specific conversation that I had a couple of months ago with someone who was going to go to a family, a big family summer gathering, where they hadn't seen some of these folks in a long while, thanks to the pandemic and all that's been going on in her life, and was really excited about it, but yet worried about it too for the reasons I mentioned earlier. And also a conversation I had a couple of years ago with a friend around seeing someone at Christmas and not wanting to deal with it, basically. (laughs) And so I wanted to get into it today because I do find that this is a big cause of holiday stress and there's no need for it. You can actually prepare yourself for it and not stress out no matter what, no matter what somebody says, no matter how crazy they are. I promise you, you can take control. You can even decide how you want to think ahead of time. Doesn't that sound exciting, right? Decide how you want to think ahead of time and then show up that way and stay in that space. And if you have a little bit of trouble staying in that space, because sometimes things happen that you don't contemplate, I have something for you too on how to kind of get back into a better kind of mind space, okay? So let's get started. I don't think today's topic is going to take all that long. But it's really powerful, and so I, I really hope that this helps you enjoy your holidays this year, especially your family gatherings, your workplace parties, the things that are supposed to be enjoyable and fun that sometimes we go in kind of dreading, and then we set ourselves up for not really enjoying ourselves, or we go in excited and something happens and it just ruins the entire thing. So we don't want that happening. Before I move on. Just note that last year around this time, I also had a podcast around self-care at the holidays because I also know that the holiday time is pretty stressful because it's busy. We go to a lot of parties. We try to see a lot of people. For some of us, I know for me back when I practiced law, the holiday season was my busiest time of year. So shout out to all you finance attorneys who are in that boat and anybody else whose year end is crazy busy at work. So for lots of reasons, we find ourselves lacking time or not having as much time as we would like to take care of ourselves, and yet we do need to take care of ourselves. So I am going to put a link to last year's self-care during the holidays episode into the show notes. If that is you and you are in that space, be sure to go back and listen to it. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. Does this sound familiar? You love your family, and yet... You don't look forward to gathering at Thanksgiving because of Uncle Jerry's drinking, Aunt Penny's constant nagging, your brother's advice about how to raise your kids, your sister-in-law's constant political talk that's so different from yours. It makes you want to pull your hair out. It makes you want to run screaming from the house midway through the day, right? And just thinking about spending the entire day or, heaven forbid, you leave your city of where you reside and go actually stay with somebody else. Just thinking about that makes you want to break out in hives. Here's the deal, y'all. We often focus a lot on the other people, about their nagging, about their advice, about their political leanings, right? And we don't put enough focus on ourselves. Because simply put, at the end of the day, the real issue is you, your mindset. It's the only Thing you can control. What happens when we don't control our mindset going in is we become reactionary. And so the constant nagging eventually makes us snap. The advice makes us want to push back and then get into an argument. The political talk then gets us sticking up for our own political candidates and getting into an argument over politics when you know it's not going to change their mind, right? And so I want you to really change how you approach these going in. As I said earlier, you're going to want to decide what and how to think ahead of time. And in addition to that, you're going to want to have some tools handy and available, just in case you start to feel your mentality, go there. Go to that place you don't want to be, that defensive place, that negative place, that pushback place, that reactive space that we tend to get into in these scenarios when somebody says something really triggering, okay? Because again, it's up to you to control you. That's all you can control. And let me just note that it's worth it. My question to you is, would you rather push back and start an argument and leave upset and really not have a good time? Or would you rather go in with a very different mentality of accepting that this may happen, accepting who they are, being okay with it, not reacting to it, being in a space where it's like, all right, this is all right because this is who they are and I'm going to accept them for who they are, and then leaving in a much more calm manner. And then, of course, if you have that mentality, you're much more likely to enjoy yourself. I want you to really decide now, okay, yeah, this is worth it. I want to be in a better space. I want to control my mindset and be prepared, okay? because it's so worth it for you and everybody else involved. Okay, let's go through the three steps. So step one is to prepare your mind. What that means is before you go, probably starting a good week or so ahead of time, look forward to being there. Think through who will be there. And think through all of the types of things they tend to do that trigger you. prepared for the politics, be prepared for the nagging, be prepared for the advice, be prepared for whatever it is that tends to happen and go through each person you're going to see. And then take a few moments to think about where they're coming from. Perhaps they're not doing this out of trying to nag you, but love, right? Nagging typically comes from love, not the best way to show it. And yet it is a very human characteristic. We also all have our own weaknesses. If somebody's giving you advice, yes, they're probably judging you to some extent. That's okay. That's the thing. People judge. They're human, right? And they are offering advice because they care about you and they think they can help you. So focus on the alternative. Well, they, they're trying to help. We disagree on how to approach this and that's okay. Because guess what? If, if you guys do approach it differently, you probably judge them too because, again, you're human. So remind yourself of all these things, go through it and just be prepared and acknowledge that this will happen and that's okay. It's human and you're going to come at it from a different realm. So that's step one, to prepare your mind for really the worst. Now, the next step in this preparation part, and then also when you show up, is to be Compassionate. Remind yourself that they're human beings. Remind yourself that there are weaknesses in those human beings. Remind yourself that you're not perfect either and that you have not traditionally responded to them in the best way either. And so you're kind of on equal footing. And since you're on equal footing, you can be compassionate towards them and understanding in the sense that they're just human beings trying to get along and they're doing their best. So it's okay. You're not going to take it so personally. You're not going to be so defensive. So this is part of that preparation ahead of time that starts a week ahead. But also as you are going and while you're there having conversation, remind yourself of these things so that you can be more compassionate. Okay? Now, step three is when you're there, when you're with people. I want you to take on a very curious mentality. That is step three. Listen with curiosity. Be curious about what makes them feel the need to act the way that they do. Be curious about how you can be even more compassionate in that moment. Be curious about their mentality, their mindset, about the things that they've experienced the opinions they might have that make them come from the tack that they have. So for example, for somebody who is very politically different from you, if you're having a conversation and they start going into it, instead of thinking, oh God, here it goes again, I have to listen to this, go, you know what, he or she's not gonna change my mind. I get that, but there's no reason why I can't strive to be more curious about and and try to understand more about where they're coming from what experiences they've had, why they have these opinions. Because I guarantee you that there are reasons for them. They've experienced things in their lifetime. They've had other people, you know, around them who've given them differing opinions. It's good to understand that, right? It doesn't necessarily change your mind, but it makes you a much more compassionate human, and it allows you guys to connect on a deeper level, even though you don't agree. So, Be curious, ask more questions, listen more openly with a mind to curiosity of just understanding them. The same goes for the brother giving advice or whomever it might be, or the nagging. Be curious about, you know, where are they coming from? What are their thoughts? If you come from that curiosity tack, it's gonna change your entire, not just mentality around it, but the ripple effect of how you react to them and how you respond to them. Which is then going to be more open, then going to be more loving, which will change how they approach you. I think you're going to be very surprised if you do this three-step process and you come there more compassionate, more prepared with an aim towards understanding them. You're going to find that not only do you change how you respond to them, but because you change your tactics and your response to them, they're going to change too. And if you start to see that, get curious about that too. It's a really interesting social science kind of study. And you might be thinking, Heather, this is too simple. This is not going to work. Just try it out. So I'm going to give you a story of when this did work, okay, to kind of hopefully prove my point to you. This friend that I had a conversation with about a couple of years ago at Christmas, there was a particular person who was around every Christmas who, it was the ex-wife of her husband. And she always came in with a very negative mentality, um, it was just kind of the, the party bummer. <laughs> and they didn't get along very well, right? The current wife and the former wife didn't get along terribly well. They didn't hate each other, but it was just an uncomfortable situation, right? And so they never had really talked a lot, and they kind of steered clear of each other. And it was a very difficult scenario for her every year, and especially since the woman came in more negatively, And I kind of coached my friend around this a little bit, and we dug a little bit deeper. And in going through this Be Prepared, she was prepared for, you know, how she tended to show up. She also, through that process, realized, you know what, I'm putting up a bunch of defensive guardrails and approaching this very defensively, which might actually be, you know, giving her some cues I don't intend that is causing her to be the way that she is. So she realized that when she went through step one of the Be Prepared which was interesting, right? When she took on step two and got more compassionate, she could start to see it from the other lady's viewpoint and how she might feel, which had her go even deeper and have her realize, you know what? She's just a human being. She's not bad. She's not mean. She's a human. And I can be more compassionate towards her. I can be more open towards her. There's a lot I can do for her because she's coming into my home and it's probably really uncomfortable. So she got more compassionate. And then she went in listening with curiosity. And what's interesting is because she had gone through this process, she actually went up to her at their holiday event, talked to her more proactively. They had a nice conversation. The woman was much less defensive. Her defenses started to kind of melt over the course of the first hour she was there. And she was more positive. She wasn't as negative. It ended up turning the situation into something that was incredibly different from what anything they had experienced previously for years. I'm telling you this works. I want you to try it out. See how it goes. And look, it's not going to be perfect because, again, human beings are human. We all have human tendencies. We all have habits. It's okay if you mess up. Just take a deep breath and keep going. Now, if you find yourself in one of those situations where something happens that just really triggers you, and you realize you're becoming more reactive, here's what I want you to do, because there is a kind of a four, quick four-step process that you can take yourself through. First off, you want to get away. Excuse yourself for just a couple of minutes. This process does not take long, but you do need to give yourself a couple of minutes to walk away. So walk away, And take a couple of deep, slow breaths. Not long ago, I had Lexley Overton on talking about meditation. If you haven't listened to that episode, you're going to want to listen to it. I highly recommend it. It is wonderful. But she had a very simple, probably two or less than two minute meditation, just a breath meditation. Do something like that, okay, to kind of get yourself to calm down. Then I want you to do the following. Number one, identify exactly how you feel. Put words to the emotions you're feeling. Frustrated, angry, ashamed, embarrassed, you know, whatever it is. All of them. Identify them. Put words to them. It takes away some of their power just by doing this. Then ask, okay, what's behind these emotions? What's behind it? Like, why do I feel this way? Quickly identify. What exactly is causing you to feel the way that you do? Now, this is important. You're probably thinking, well, I already know how I feel and I know why. They've said something, it's made me upset. Okay. But here's the problem if you don't specifically identify exactly how you feel and all of the emotions you're feeling, and you don't tell your, like, actually acknowledge proactively what's behind them, all the reasons, then you're not really going to be able to work through it. You've got to get it out into your mind, in in the forefront of your mind. And oftentimes what we do is we try to bury them. We bury those emotions. We bury those thoughts and feelings and beliefs that are behind those emotions. And that's when they take over. That's when we become more emotionally reactive and say or do something that we then later feel ashamed for doing. And it just makes everything worse, right? So this is why you need to take... One or two minutes to go through this. Identify, number one, exactly how you feel and why. What's behind it, okay? Now, don't take too long. This shouldn't take more than a minute or two. Then, ask, how do I want to feel instead? Caveat to this, okay? Be honest about how you want to feel and realistic around how you can feel in this moment. Because if you've, you've been seriously triggered... Perhaps it's not okay. You can't feel immediately happy, but you could feel immediately calm. And then after you choose to feel calm and get there for a little bit, you can just become happier again, okay? So it could be a several-step process. Pick that first one that's available to you in the moment. And then after you ask yourself, okay, how would I like to feel? That's realistic. <laughs> ask, what do I need to do right now to help me feel that way? And then do it. And it can be anything. Sometimes it's going to pick up your child and laugh with them. Sometimes it's going to talk to somebody. Sometimes it's turning on some music. It could be a lot of different things. Figure out what would help me like lean into that more. If it's to be calm, maybe it's to get away from people for another five minutes and have a real long a little bit of a lengthier meditation. You get to figure out what you need in that moment. Do it. Okay. So let me give you a quick story. Going to kind of highlight how this works. I think I wrote about this a while ago. So, it, you know, if you, uh, I'll try to put a link to my story around this in the show notes if you want to go a little more in depth. But a couple of years back, the family went to Big Bend. And in the middle of the night, my oldest son woke up with a really high fever. And Big Bend is in the middle of nowhere. And we were afraid because it was February that perhaps he had the flu and we probably just needed to get out of there. And this was like midnight. So, one o'clock in the morning, we finally packed up our car and we left Big Ben to head home because we were worried we were going to need to get him to the doctor that day. And it was hours before we could get anywhere. Well, part of the way there, my youngest asked a question, and I just snapped back at him because I'd had no sleep that night. It had been kind of, you know, we were worried about my son, whose fever was just crazy high at the moment. Just caveat to this, it, it broke a couple of hours later and he ended up being fine. But, you know, I was, I was a stressed out, overly tired mom who massively snapped at my young child because he asked me a question. And a couple of minutes went by and I realized, you know what? I made a huge mistake. He didn't deserve that. And... I took my feelings out on him. I need to I need to get in a better headspace, right? And so I went through this process. I was honest with how I felt. I felt tired. I felt frustrated. I felt worried. And I felt that way because, you know, I was worried my son might be really sick. I was um, frustrated that we had to get up in the middle of the night and tired from that. I was also frustrated because we... We'd been there with the scouts, uh, the Boy Scouts, and there was a breakfast that I we were missing with some other people that I was looking forward to, and we were missing that. And so, you know, I identified all of that, and I took a couple of deep breaths, and I and you know I chose how I wanted to feel. I wanted to feel calm. I wanted to bring a little bit in, of energy, and I wanted to. Feel more relaxed. I knew I couldn't necessarily feel happy in the moment, but feel more relaxed and just trust that things were going to be fine. Because I knew ultimately things were going to be fine, right? And so that's the headspace I chose that I could get into. And so what I did was music is my salve, y'all. I grew up singing. I was in the choir forever. I love music, and it's a huge mood changer for me. And so I turned on a happy song, one of the songs that just makes me happy whenever I hear it to get myself into better spirits, and it worked. So that's the process that I would use anytime you're in a scenario where you feel a little triggered and you need to kind of realize, you know what, I need to change my headspace. That's that's something that you can do to actually choose to feel differently and to start feeling differently. Okay, so my hope for you is that you utilize what I've taught you today and that you go in prepared, you go in more compassionate, you seek understanding, you go in really curious, and that you come away really having enjoyed your holidays with family, friends, and whomever you are spending the holiday season with. If you would like to take this even further and you do not have my free resource, Five Minute Stress Solutions, highly recommend you grab it now. I will put a link to it in the show notes. In that free resource, there are eight exercises that you can utilize to really help you better manage your mindset and your stress levels all at the same time. All right, that's it for this week. We will be talking again next week. Bye for now. Are you tired of barely squeezing life in thinking, shouldn't there be more to life than this? Do you want to get to the next level, but without losing yourself in the process? Are you ready to start thinking and doing differently so that you can stop doing the same things over and over and over, hoping for a different result? If any of this speaks to you and you're ready to do something about it starting now, book a call with me to find out how I can help. Go to lifeandlawpodcast.com forward slash free call.